there's a lot of talk about the deep state lately, and typically when people think about the deep state, they think about deep state swamp monsters within the federal bureaucracy. Uh, and there's a lot of truth to that. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the federal bureaucracy. You know, the names that, that immediately come to mind, especially among Trump supporters, people like uh, Lisa Page and Peter Stork and, uh, you know, these uh, the ORs, right, uh, these different uh, deep state swamp monsters within DOJ and the FBI. Um and there is some really good news on this front, at least. Uh, there was a poll from the Monmouth uh, University Polling Institute that showed 74% of Americans now believe there is a deep state in the United States. And it was defined in the poll as a group of unelected government officials who secretly manipulate or direct national policy. Um, at, at this point, that is so clearly established that you have to wonder what's wrong with the other 26 percent. Uh, are, are they living under a rock? Do they do they watch nothing but CNN? I mean, what could possibly be wrong with them? But be that as it may, you know, three out of four Americans is a good start. Um, only one in five of Americans actually specifically do not believe in a deep state. The rest just don't know. Uh, so those numbers are really good. It's encouraging that the American people are finally waking up from their slumber. Um, the problem is this deep state goes much deeper than just the federal bureaucracy, as regular viewers of Behind the Deep State already know. But uh, I do want to talk about the, the deep state within the federal bureaucracy because it is an important component of the overall deep state. And so I want to start with a, a memo. And if you haven't read this whole memo, I highly recommend that you get a copy. It was written by Rich Higgins, who uh, at the time was the director of policy and planning at the National Security Council. It's, it's many pages long. It's extraordinary. I mean, it's one of the most interesting uh, documents to come out of the federal government that I can think of. Um, and I want to quote a couple things from it because you, you really get a, a sense of what the deep state is. And you realize that there are people within the Trump administration who understand this stuff. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Rich Higgins is no longer at the National Security Council. Word on the street is that H.R. Uh, McMaster, a uh, globalist swamp monster from uh, the Council on Foreign Relations and a lot of these other deep state organizations that we've exposed, uh, got rid of him. But the word on the street also is that uh, Trump read this memo and really was uh, very enthusiastic about it and, uh, and liked it. So here's some quotes. Uh, uh, in the memo, uh, Rich Higgins, who again at the time was at the National Security Council, defined the deep state as, quote, the successful outcome of cultural Marxism is a bureaucratic state beholden to no one, certainly not the American people. With no rule of law considerations outside those that further deep state power, the deep state truly becomes, as Hegel advocated, God bestriding the earth. End quote. You got that, folks? God bestriding the earth, right? This, this lawless, all-powerful, monstrous technocratic government that would lord it over us peons uh, as if we were just, uh, you know, clay to be molded uh, in the hands of this all-knowing, powerful state. Uh, it's crazy, and yet this is really a, a good summary of what the deep state is working toward, which is to empower the government to literally run all of our lives. Uh, he also explains in this memo on the deep state, he points out that, quote, globalists and Islamists recognize that for their visions to succeed, America must be crushed as an ideal and as a national political identity. So one of the deep state's agendas is literally to destroy the United States of America, uh, not just as a, as a nation, but as an idea, right? this idea that our founders had, which of course comes from the biblical worldview, the idea that uh, God created us all. And since he made us in his image, uh, nobody has the right to murder us. Nobody has the right to steal from us. Nobody has the right to enslave us. Right? Uh, they, they said that we hold these truths to be self-evident. 
that uh, all men are created equal and they're endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, right? God said, thou shalt not kill, and therefore you have a right to life. God said, thou shalt not steal, and therefore you have a right to your property, uh, and on and on, right? So th this really was a product of uh, the founder's biblical worldview, and it ended up going on to change the world. I mean, this was uh, absolutely incredible what happened. So um, now we know from within the National Security Council that the deep state wants to destroy that entire idea to move forward with its globalist agenda. Now, we've spent a lot of time in this show by the deep state talking about the intelligence community. Uh, if you have not seen those three episodes that we did, I highly recommend that you go check them out. Uh, we did one on, you know, the deep state targeting Trump and uh, his supporters and, you know, Ron Paul supporters, freedom lovers, uh, people who basically don't like the deep state, right? Uh, we also talked a little bit about uh, how the deep state's intelligence apparatus has really become like a giant criminal enterprise, uh, you know, with drug running and gun running and, and spying and murdering people, right? Mass murder. Murder. Uh, absolutely sick thing. So I, I want to focus now more on the uh, the regular bureaucracy part of it, which very much includes DOJ and FBI and uh, even some of these so-called law enforcement apparatus. Uh, so, you know, we start with just some details. Uh, there are now about three million civilian employees working for the federal government. That's according to the Office of Personnel Management. And that does not include the two million uh, who we have in the armed services, who, of course, are not part of the bureaucracy, uh, or the 20 million state and local officials that work for the government as well at the state and local level. And, um, you know, if we truly lived in a functioning representative uh, constitutional republic, you would think, you know, or democracy, as, as a lot of the deep state agents like to call it, to kind of distract from the fact that we're not a democracy. Our founders set up a republic. That's why you pledge allegiance to the republic. But anyways, uh, if we had any kind of sense, our government would, you know, in a worst case scenario, uh, represent you know, at least a balance of liberals and conservatives, maybe Trump supporters, Republicans and Democrats, Hillary supporters. Um, it, actually, if you do the if you look at the polling numbers, about 40 percent of Americans describe themselves as conservative and less than one fourth of Americans describe themselves as liberal. So uh, if the federal government reflected the American populace as a whole, we would have conservatives massively outnumbering liberals within the government. And of course, we find exactly the opposite, right? I found some data from the Hill. Uh, check this out. I want you to look at these charts. Um, what they found, they did an investigation into the political spending of the federal bureaucracy in the 2016 election. And what they found was that uh, virtually all of the money that was spent by federal bureaucrats in the 2016 election went to Hillary Clinton, uh, with just a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit going to Donald Trump. Uh, now, it's, it's a lot worse at certain bureaucracies than it is at others, but pretty much every single one, 90% or more of the money that was spent went to Hillary Clinton, and 10% uh, or less went to Donald Trump. Uh, and, and that was really the rare, rare exception. It was only uh, the Department of Veterans Affairs where about 90% of the money went to um, Hillary Clinton. Now, agriculture, 99.4% of the money went to Hillary Clinton. Department of Education, these are the people uh, brainwashing, indoctrinating, and dumbing down your children. 99.7% of the political contributions out of that department went to Hillary Clinton. 96% uh, at the Department of Health and Human Services. Over 90% at the Department of Homeland Security. 96% at uh, health or uh, housing and urban development. 
uh, 94% at the IRS, 99.4% at the Department of Labor, 97% at the Department of Justice, 99% at the Department of State, 95% at the Department of Treasury. Are you starting to see a pattern here, right? Do you think it's an accident that the uh, federal bureaucracy is absolutely dominated, absolutely packed with Hillary Clinton supporting bureaucrats who, um, you know, if you support Hillary Clinton, as far as I'm concerned, you, you don't like the U.S. Constitution, uh, you don't like the vision of the founders, and you really do want to completely fundamentally transform America, as Obama put it. Now, a lot of this is not even speculation anymore. You know, the FBI uh, put out a memo in 2017. Uh, this was actually prepared for FBI leaders, 1,400 pages. And uh, parts of this were reproduced in Ed Klein's book, All Out War, uh, talking about the war on the Trump administration from the deep state. And uh, according to this memo, and I quote, uh, the Bureau has gotten actionable intelligence that there is within the federal government a growing and organized movement to block or interfere with administration policy decisions. Duh, right? Uh, it says, quote, there have been regular organized meetings of large numbers of government workers where plans have been discussed to actively sabotage government programs they disagree with. There is evidence that there are non-government individuals associated and uh, operating behind these meetings. Uh, quote, one management level government employee is quoted as saying, quote, bureaucrats are going to delay, drag their feet and throw roadblocks in the way of unconscionable actions by the Trump White House. It is going to be impossible to get these actions done. Okay, let that sink in. Trump is supposed to be the boss here, and yet he's sitting on a giant pyramid, you know, three million federal bureaucrats uh, that absolutely despises his guts and is determined to block everything he's trying to do. Uh, this is a big problem. And, you know, when people talk about the deep state within the federal government, this is what they're talking about. It's, it's, a, it's a real problem. Um, one of the least known aspects of this monstrosity is called the Senior Executive Service. Of course, we've covered this extensively in The New American, but your average American has never heard of this Senior Executive Service or the SES. They wear little lapel pins that look all corny. And uh, these are the highest level of uh, you know bureaucratic managers, right? These are the buffers between the bureaucracy and the political appointees. Now, uh, there are almost 8,000 members of this SES and over two-thirds of these were appointed to the SES during the Obama administration. And they're almost impossible to get rid of, right? Um, one obvious case in point is, of course, Lois Lerner, <laughs> the, the, the witch who was using the IRS to uh, persecute conservatives and terrorize Tea Party groups and, uh, you know, all the rest of it. We all know Lois Lerner, right? Um, and and it's, it's almost impossible to get rid of these people. You know, there's all these civil service protection laws that make them uh, virtually immune. I mean, even, you know, criminal acts can't get rid of these people. And so, uh, you know, you have this entire leadership case within the federal government that's dominated by deep state Obama supporting uh, Hillary Clinton supporting swamp monsters, uh, and they abuse their power on a regular basis. And of course, they control the bureaucracy even more so than the political appointees, right? If you've ever seen that show, um, Yes, Minister. The trouble is he thinks he's achieved something. Splendid. Life is so much easier when ministers think they've achieved something. <laughs> so there you saw that, you know, the, the yes minister, right? Oh, yes, minister, right away, a minister. And of course, then they go back and they do whatever they feel like it, which is exactly what we're dealing with, with this deep state um, monstrosity. Now, uh, you know, for the most part, the deep state will not bother you, right? There's 3 million of them. There's 320 million of us. Uh, you know, they don't have the time or the resources to terrorize all of us. But if you cross them, you may find yourself in some really big trouble. Now, um, when we talk about the weapons at the disposal of the deep state, especially the deep state within the federal government, 
you can't ignore this. So uh, there's about half a million federal regulations with criminal penalties attached that could land you in jail. Now, it's interesting. Nobody knows the exact number. Uh, when a, a member of Congress asked the Congressional Research Service to figure out how many federal regulations we had with criminal penalties attached, they said, oh, well, sorry, uh, we lack the manpower and the resources to accomplish this task. Uh, that ought to tell you something, right? So 500,000 regulations that you could end up in prison for that you've never heard of. Uh, there's no mens rea protections, right? Protections, for, uh, you have to be in a state of mind, right? You have to actively be uh, trying to violate these regulations. There's none of that. You can go to jail without even knowing that you are violating. Some of these are absolutely asinine. You can't write a check for less than a dollar. You can't have your dog on a leash that's less than, you know, more than six feet long within 200 feet of federal property, all kinds of idiotic things that you've never heard of that could land you in jail. Now, uh, every single American is a criminal, according to uh, actually a liberal attorney. His name is Harvey Silvergate. He wrote a phenomenal book, Three Felonies a Day, How the Feds Target the Innocent. And uh, what he argued is that the average American commits three felonies every single day without even realizing it. And again, for most of us, that's not going to be a, an issue, right? Again, the feds have no way to possibly chase down every single American and uh, imprison them for committing three felonies every day, right? They'd all end up broke because, of course, we, the American people, are the ones who pay their salary. And you know, if they arrested us all, they'd be in some pretty big trouble because they'd have no one to pay their salary. Um, but if you cross the deep state, they will come get you. Uh, there's actually an emeritus law professor, John Baker. He says that, quote, there is no one in the United States over the age of 18 who cannot be indicted for some federal crime. And, uh, you know, they, they used to joke that, hey, we can indict a ham sandwich. And uh, chances are, once you're indicted, uh, they will get you. They will take you down, right? They'll either uh, sucker you into taking a plea deal because you know you're going to lose in court because they rigged the court system, um, or they'll throw the book at you and, uh, and you know, prosecute you and put you in prison. So they go after farmers. They go after ranchers, right? They've been trying to kick them off their land as part of the deep state's agenda to uh, destroy uh, independent Americans, independent farmers and ranchers who can produce food. All this fits in with the broader global deep state agenda. Um, and they take out enemies of the deep state, right? Uh, just very recently, within the last few years since Trump has been president, we saw some really obvious examples of this. General Mike Flynn, who was Trump's first national security advisor, they took him out like lightning, right? They, they concocted this thing that he had lied to investigators, a bunch of baloney, uh, and they took him out. Uh, they took down Paul Manafort, who ran uh, Trump's campaign for a time, again, on, on bizarre charges dating back many, many years ago that had nothing whatsoever to do with the Trump campaign, supposedly relating to taxes. Again, if he had not been Trump's campaign manager, there's almost zero chance that he would have been uh, persecuted for these alleged violations. Um, Roger Stone, right, who's been Trump's advisor back since the 1980s. They took him down, too, again, on some obscure technicalities. There's so many tools they have to take down people who cross the deep state. It's not even funny. Uh, they take down members of Congress, right? Congressman Steve Stockman, of course, is an obvious one. Uh, former Senator Ted Stevens, who was also uh, railroaded by the deep state. And uh, there's just endless numbers of these, right? It would blow your mind. And, and of course, all this is legitimate, right? Illegitimate. The Constitution delegates all legislative powers to the Congress, not to the deep state controlled administrative agencies. And yet today, the overwhelming majority of the law uh, that, that comes out is really originates in these federal agencies. Even a lot of the judicial power has been usurped by these agencies. They set up their own kangaroo courts and then they put you on trial in their kangaroo courts for violating the, the fake laws that they themselves created through, you know, administrative orders and decrees and regulations. Um, and, you know, obviously, um, 
and, and this is true all across the board, uh, the people who run these deep state bureaucracies are affiliated with other organs of the deep state. So you look, for example, you know, the EPA is frequently run, run by deep state operatives connected to the Council on Foreign Relations, uh, you know, Department of State, Department of Justice. What you find is these at the upper levels are just dominated by people connected with the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderberg, uh, Skull and Bones, uh, you know, the Bohemian Grove. Uh, and we've talked about all these. I hope you'll go check out those videos if you haven't watched them yet. Um, and so that is kind of how the deep state has hijacked and has weaponized our federal government as a tool to strip the American people of their liberty, to uh, you know, steal our money and, and use it for their purposes, and ultimately to destroy freedom and the United States. We've got to understand this. We've got to resist this. Uh, and nobody's going to do it for you. So if you're watching this, uh, you know, it's on you, right? It's, it's on you and uh, your kids, your grandkids are going to be the ones who are either going to thank you or suffer as a result of your action or inaction. So uh, thank you very much for watching. I'm Alex Newman with Behind the Deep State. I hope you'll like, share, subscribe, all those good things so that we can get more people aware of this and we can get, um, you know, get the job done of, uh, of exposing the deep state and stopping the deep state. Again, make sure you subscribe to this. Watch all the episodes we've done. I think this is episode like 37 or 38. We're we're making a lot of progress exposing the deep state, but we need your help. Thank you and God bless.